This is the Transmissions from Atlantis Entertainment Network. Expand your wonder. The Happy Bunny Tale podcast is for informational and or entertainment purposes only and is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All conversations and information exchanged during participation on the Happy Bunny Tales podcast are intended for informational and or entertainment purposes only. Interaction with Happy Bunny Tales should not be considered treatment or medical advice. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Hello, my happy bunnies. Today, we had a very special guest join us on the show, and here is what it sounded like. All right, listeners. So my guest for today is Annie Henderson, who is a certified life coach and an EFT practitioner. She is also an Amazon bestselling author of the book titled She Did It, and also produces and hosts a podcast called The Happy Mama Village. Annie, welcome to the show. Rita, thank you so much for having me. It is a pleasure to be here. All right. Uh, I wanted to start off with, I want to learn more about your story. Uh, I know that, you know, one of your things is talking about when somebody can't, you know, take it anymore, you know, when you've got so much going on that you just can't handle it anymore. Uh, So can you please tell me more about your story and your experiences? Sure, sure thing. So I will start off by saying I (laughs) have been a lifelong people pleaser. I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. And sometimes being a people pleaser can lead you down paths that aren't necessarily the best for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I totally get that. I've gone down that same path as well. Yes, yes. So um And that led me to actually getting married at the age of 19. Yes, I had finished getting my associates in psychology. And then um, I got married uh, and we were married for for seven years, but it was very much, I didn't didn't know myself. I didn't know who I was. Uh, I'd never lived on my own. It was... And we, and we got along great. We were, we were great pals. <laughs> and, we, and during that time, you know, I went, I went, I kept going to college. I got my master's in elementary education. Um, I started going to uh, grad school for professional counseling and uh, also a master's for um, school counseling. Mm-hmm. And uh, had my daughter. And then uh, when she was a year old, we got a divorce. So it was all um, just me evolving and finding out who I was and, and what I wanted and, and also realizing that it, it wouldn't really be fair to him <laughs> if I stayed in a marriage that um, I did not love him like he loved me as well. So I, um, uh, I also came out and 
then quickly decided, you know what, I'm going to wait until my daughter graduates from high school <laughs> before mm-hmm. I will, before I'll focus on myself, which I feel like is the mom mantra, right? Um, yeah. Moms always put their kids and their family first, and then they just kind of slowly start to lose themselves and dwindle away. Um, yeah. That I can, even though I don't have children, I can still relate to that. Right, right. And, and sometimes it's, it's the role of a wife or it, it takes many different, um, it looks, it can look many different ways. So. Yeah. Or, uh, or, or uh, when the child becomes a parent. Yes, yes, exactly. Just like for, <laughs> for your story. Um, and so my, my daughter was growing up, I was working in a title one school, uh, was raising her, um, and that year of not trying to be with anyone, um, going to grad school, just kind of digging in and spending time with my friends, getting to know myself, living alone. Uh, I, and of course, this is the way it works out sometimes when you're not looking for anyone, you find someone. And I found, um, what I would call my soulmate when I wasn't looking and uh, and of course we're going on nine years this year. Um, she's she's amazing, and she right around the time I met Sam, Scarlett was four years old, and I was asked by my brother and his family to be their gestational carrier. Um, and some people know that uh, more of the lingo of a surrogate. So basically, they were unable yeah. to. Have kids that for themselves so they asked me and of course being newly (laughs) into a relationship it was a it was quite an adventure (laughs) (laughs) so luckily uh sam was the right one to go on with this adventure and my my daughter was you know totally on board at four and we ended up uh carrying twins so i was so when, when you asked about when you feel like you can't take it anymore, I was at the time I was, you know, being, being the single mom, I was dating someone new, I was carrying twins <laughs> and the family, um, it's actually, like I said, is my brother, they lived out of state. Um, I was going to grad school about an hour and a half away. So there was a lot of driving. <laughs> so there was just all of these, um, pressures and and things that I felt were just kind of piling up to where I um, I was asked at, at school to be the team leader for my team. And I remember saying, no, like there's a lot on my plate. And then as, as they do, they'll, they'll ask again and <laughs> let you know how mm-hmm. much they want you to yeah. do it. And then I say, okay, okay. And then I, I'm like, why did I do that? What's <laughs> so like being able to say no and yes at the right times is definitely a lesson I've learned. Yes. Saying yes to being a gestational carrier um, once for the twins and then another um, about four, four years later, uh, is, was a total yes. Uh, I've heard it said this way lately, a lot of, uh, that would be a hell yes for me. <laughs> I would do it. Uh, if I had to do it all over again, I would. And then there's other things that people ask of us where we say yes. And it was more of a, I falling back into people pleaser mode of, 
okay, I'll do it because you asked. <laughs> I said no the first time, but I'll, on that second ask, uh, it's hard to say. So um, learning, learning that little, uh, that little tidbit is, is huge. So getting out of people pleasing, being able to say yes and no, but only when you truly mean them um, makes a, a big difference. And then also using things that I've learned along the way through counseling, through counseling kids, through counseling relationships, and um, using uh, daily practices to make sure we can make it through the day. So whether I'm you know, leading a team going through grad school, carrying twins and, and raising my daughter, or I'm just hanging out in quarantine, <laughs> um, having, you know, a daily routine and an intention for the day to make sure the, the day goes as you want it to. So for example, I use um, EFT and tapping. So you mentioned I'm an EFT practitioner. So that is tapping. Is that something that you, uh, that you do as well? Um, I'm actually not familiar with tapping. So if you can uh, tell my listeners a little bit more about that, I'd yes. really appreciate it. Yes, yes, yes. So I just did a live Zoom call for my group. I have a group called In the Mom Guilt. And we had some people with some questions. So we hopped on a Zoom call and did like a walkthrough, which I, um, on where to tap. So tapping uh, is similar to acupuncture without needles right? <laughs> Get rid of the needles. It doesn't sound so bad. And emotional, it's emotional freedom technique. So when we think, when we have thoughts, when we have feelings, there are different chemicals and things released in, in our body. So whether it's something good or bad, we have a physical reaction to it. And a lot of people don't realize this. And sometimes uh, for example, with my shoulder, when I was tapping for it, I didn't think there was any kind of emotional, anything tied to it. It was just, I thought I was finally to the age where <laughs> my shoulder was, I've thrown too many baseballs in my youth and now it's just, <laughs> and I was just kind of let it hurt and ache because I'm not one to go to the doctor. Um, mm -hmm. I just was going to deal with it. And it was about a month before I was sitting down going through my morning routine and thought, why don't I just try this? Like, why not? It doesn't hurt. It'll take me less than five minutes to just go through this tapping routine. So I went through it uh, and it started about maybe a seven or eight on the pain scale. And after going through it, I got it down to a zero in about three minutes. That no is really nice, <laughs> right? No doctor, no medicine. <laughs> it was just, it was just incredible. So it, and some people, it might feel a little silly and it might look a little silly. My mom is a nurse, so she has a hard time with stuff that doesn't involve medicine, right? She's mm -hmm. like, hmm, maybe you should go to the doctor. And I'm like, but I don't, I'm not hurting anymore. <laughs> I don't think I need that. Um, but it's, it's such a great tool. So whether you, it's just you or you, it's you and your family. I've done this with uh, little kids before as well. When it comes to, if you're familiar with the anniversary effect, um, sometimes our body will remember, remember past traumas. 
and it might express physically. So I had this little girl that I was working with and she was about third grade and she had neck pain for weeks. And it was like from the top of her shoulder to above her ear. And what it was stemming from, it was around the time of year that her father was shot and killed. And she had that neck pain, but she was, you know, no, it, they knew kind of what it was stemming from and they just were just gonna let her deal with it and live with it. And she would kind of was where she was fine with that because she didn't know that there was any other option. So we quickly went through it. Uh, we went through three rounds. So the first round, it just reduced and, it, and the area got a little smaller. We did it again a little smaller. And by the third round, um, her pain was at a zero and she was happy and content and fine to go back to class. So there's definitely emotional components. There's um, driving anxiety. Sometimes it's daily things. Sometimes it's seasonal situational things like the little girl. Um, my partner, Sam, it was driving anxiety. So she commutes. So it was something every day that was on her mind. But like most people, uh, we just deal with things. So like if it's phobias or maybe some past trauma or PTSD from a previous relationship or anything like that, because it's tapping, it kind of helps skip over the prefrontal cortex, which is the thinking part of your brain. So if you go to traditional therapy, um, I'm an LPC. And when I did private practice, uh, it was a lot of talk therapy, right? That you would talk, 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 and then you'd go out in the real world and then come into these situations and you'd be triggered at the fight or flight part of your brain, your amygdala. But what tapping does is it involves talking and tapping. So where it calms down that amygdala and it makes a new connection. So it's, it's a fascinating way to easily help um, shift some of those feelings and release some of them. Night on our call, we did it with um, neck pain. A lot of moms, dad, men, women, people that work, especially now that we're using our cell phones even more, if, if you're quarantined or just looking down at your phone, sometimes we get that, those knots in our shoulders and our neck. Do you have any of those, Rita? Oh, I do. And uh, I've even had a, I, I've even had a pain in my elbow that I've had for two months for some reason, and I can't seem to get rid of it. <laughs> interesting. Well, you will, you will have to try that. And of course I do. Um, if it's something specific or even bigger that you try to go on and work on yourself. Um, I, I also do one-on-one -on -one if it's something specific. So I had a client that was working on grief, which is, you know, has more layers to it, just like we're an onion, right? And you peel back a layer. So if you're mad at somebody and you peel back anger, there's usually, you know, sadness or embarrassment or some, another feeling underneath. So sometimes you'll start to uncover stuff and then you'll just kind of slightly shift what you're tapping on. Um, but that is a great way and a wonderful tool to teach um, yourself and others that you know. All right. So I'm almost out of time. So can you go ahead and let our listeners uh, know where they can find your book, uh, how they can access your podcast and any other uh, uh, sites or anything else you'd like to promote? Sure, sure. Um, so to, to find the book, uh, just on my website, if you scroll down, it's my website is Annie M henderson.com and uh 
the our group that I mentioned, the moms group, if you're a mom, uh, it's End Mom Guilt, and it's just a Facebook group. Um, there's just a few questions to come in to make sure you're a good match. Uh, like she said, our podcast is The Happy Mama Village, and we just have weekly episodes. And then, of course, if you would like to work with me, uh, whether it's using EFT and um, coaching as well, then feel free to message me at, on Facebook. You can find me Annie M. Henderson or to message directly m.me forward slash Annie M. Henderson. Awesome. That, thank you so much again for joining me today. It's, it's been very enlightening. So again, I would like to thank our special guest for joining us today. And as always, keep on hopping, my happy bunnies. <laughs>